I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Stress levels are high all around as around 3 million students sit for board exams in India. School exams continue to give many of us nightmares decades after leaving school, with many adults saying that school exams were the most stressful events of their life. So what makes school exams so stressful? Not just for students, but for everyone around them including their parents, their siblings, extended family and even friends. Does the problem lie with the education system? or our unrealistic hopes and expectations from family and society to blame dr samir parek the director of mental health care at fortis hospitals is here to tell us how best to cope with exam stress so dr parek india's new draft policy on education proposes that board exams be made easier to lower exam stress but is that the answer i don't think making exams easier is the answer alone the answer lies in empowering children with skills building resilience you can make uh, exam as easy as you want but if the parents teachers media society we end up creating a monster out of the exam the same exam may still be as stressful for the children also it doesn't help if everyone gets 100% at everything right so i mean there has to be some competition because all our life we do have different levels of competition that we face so so what is the solution there so i always tell uh, children that exams will have uh, lifelong i mean this conversation you and i are having is an exam both for you and me to get it right first time so that these guys don't have to edit that's also an exam you take exams in college you have appraisals in your job you will never have life without exams the approach needs to be can you enjoy the exams can you learn the skills can you feel good about being tested do you put in the right effort do you feel positive do you have the zeal the motivation the approach the mental conditioning component that's what makes an individual successful so then what are these skills i mean how can we as family and friends help students to optimize performance i think the answer lies in your question the moment you say the word performance and you did not use the word results our problem is that we are using results as a benchmark and not focusing enough on performance but is that i mean a major reason is because when you go for college admissions they look at results because that's what you you know that's that's what they're testing you for i'm i'm not too sure on this it's it's a way we look at it because given the cutoffs that you have in some of the mainstream colleges i mean clearly a very small percentile is able to uh, get through them so i think the more these cutoffs get in the range of 97 98 i think we are making marks more irrelevant so i'm not too sure about how results work i think the key here is we need to facilitate a child's 
एप्टीट्यूड इंटरेस्ट फीड इन द स्किल्स दैट आर रिक्वायर्ड मेक श्योर दैट द चाइल्ड इज एंजॉइंग दिस प्रोसेस एंड देन गिव दैम द मेंटल कंडीशनिंग स्किल्स फ्रॉम अटेंशन कॉन्सेंट्रेशन टू मेमरी टू हाउ यू डू एन इनपुट हाउ यू डू एन आउटपुट हाउ यू टेस्ट योर सेल्फ सो कैन यू गिव मी कॉन्क्रीट एग्जाम्पल्स एग्जाम्पल्स एंड हाउ टू हेल्प अ स्टूडेंट लेट्स ए कॉन्सेंट्रेट परफॉर्म बेटर नॉट स्ट्रेस so i'll start with concentration so i'll give these two or three exercises so racket sports there is evidence that they help in your attention span so i tell uh, students you know pick a ping pong ball a racket and you know play on the wall even for 5 10 minutes a day that helps you um there's a concentration exercise that we talk about that we call as the e exercise pick up an english newspaper color all the e's as fast as you can just before you start studying so your mind is trying to focus on one stimulus and instrumental music uh piece for about 10 20 minutes listen to it and focus on the sound of only one instrument these are simple techniques you keep your table very uh, without any clutter and just keep that one book use highlighters use mnemonics use illustrations use flash cards you know bring your own techniques make your own notes all of these things actually make it better then you go on the next step which is revision so this is for everybody 1 2 7 15 30 So whatever you revise, uh, studied on day one, revise it on day two, day seven, day fifteen, day thirty. By doing this, by the time your exams come, you will have, you will be able to revise in a much shorter time, and you will have so much time left for relaxation. And the fundamental aspect: encourage children in sports, encourage outdoor activity, encourage peer communication, and encourage them to have hobbies. You put all of this together. where you are bringing the well-being component joy happiness social component your resilience starts building up but very often the very opposite happens doesn't it i mean parents very often ban distractions the so called distractions actually such as social media gaming tv music so how does that affect a student if you're just sitting and studying and not <clears throat> taking a break most students who come to me uh, just before board exams with a burnout kind of an experience are students who are actually studying very hard because they have not gone out of their room they don't take breaks uh, they don't listen to music they don't have outdoor activities that actually results into burnout yes children need to be trained into using social media optimally i am not a very uh, big supporter of online gaming so yes if there is a lot of online gaming time happening then yes we need to help the child but you help the child by an alternative the alternative is not indoor it is outdoors for example i tell this to children meet choice one can't meet do a voice conversation choice two and then if nothing else works then okay fine text but it's what's happening is the reverse the texts have become the default which should be replaced by actual meeting okay dr parekh you and your team work with student counselors across multiple cities so what is the biggest stressor for students today most adults tend to believe that uh, the biggest stress for students is academics but frankly uh, peer engagement peer pressure relationships still tends to be top on the list when it comes to young people they uh, their inability to deal with the highs and lows of attraction of relationship of bullying of peer pressure of body image these things matter a lot to adolescents so even during exam time is is that what they're thinking about 
when we think they are studying <clears throat> yes they do think a lot about this so yes if one of their friends has put an image on one of the social media and has got a few likes uh, it will crop into their mind that should i make a different post and get more likes this is the world that they are living in and i feel every time people talk about examinations i remind them that media literacy needs to still be a continuous process because the impact the interface the intrusiveness of modern day internet driven social media and it, a phone i consider as almost for young people as an extension of their own body so it it never leaves, leaves them so it's always with them and i think we need to appreciate this that with changing times we need to empower children in responsible decision making uh, by making them participative in decisions but merely banning things here and there they'll find a way out they are smarter than us so what are the signs of distress and burnout i think a child experiencing um, low confidence mood changes crying or irritability withdrawing from friends maybe even appetite changes you're looking at sleep imbalance a child who was studying fine but now is avoiding staying within one's own self feeling low there is a sense of lethargy a sense of uh, you know almost a hopelessness kind of a feel if you feel that your child is going through that this is a red flag for you talk to your child give positive strokes make your child take a break take them out take them for a dinner take them for a film take them for some sports tell them the, your own stories how you had your highs and lows how you came up tell them how your unconditional support love affection and believe in them so how can students deal with panic attacks because we keep hearing of students who say they forget stuff right before an exam they find that they can't concentrate they find some of them have psychosomatic problems like headaches and stomach aches and vomiting so how can parents help them cope there so i think one thing that is very important here is that these children should have been identified well in advance so when they had those unit tests terminal tests that's when some of these students would have not performed to their optimum either by because they got blackouts couldn't sleep had these panicky symptoms you need to first identify them if that is happening on the last day it's very difficult for a child to cope with it so how do you train them use relaxation techniques breathing exercises so they learn to identify that yes i'm feeling this anxiety let me do some calm breathing exercises put my pencil down take a 30 40 second break if need be even go out have some water and come back start all over again self tests are very effective technique in reducing this anxiety so what i tell children who come to me with uh, panic symptoms or blackouts during exams i tell them every weekend make one exam of your own self no but it's not the same thing it's not the same as sitting down for an actual board exam you know it is a mock exam so no so what you do is you condition yourself for exams so this you're using conditioning so what i tell students is wear your school uniform create an exam atmosphere in your room take a print out time yourself once you've written the paper pick your books give yourself marks in red ink what this does is gradually you start getting conditioned for exams the problem with our mock exams is somehow schools have started making mock exams almost deliberately difficult you should have exams which bring comfort confidence and you need children to enjoy that exam so if you have a very tough 
mock exam sometimes that can actually increase your anxiety yeah so instead of helping the student you're really yes. making him less confident and what about memory boosting pills and all these things that we hear about do they work they don't work the only thing that works is studying revising so if you want to keep um, remembering what you studied 1 2 7 15 30 you revise you'll remember all these memory pills and booster medications is all rubbish thank you dr parekh that was really really useful and i hope it was useful for our listeners as well if you're going to sit for an exam all the best and i'm sure you'll do well thank you If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic do feel free to reach out to me you can reach me at sanchex that is at s a n c h x or at ht smartcast we are available on facebook twitter and instagram for more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com until next time goodbye this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.